Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. TMS is brought to you daily by the support of our patrons at patreon.com slash TMS, like Chris Orden, Brian Perkins, and Kat Schmep. Coming up on TMS, Dick Bosses. The font of all malware. Sandpaper sex thing. Now, with extra bit rot, the search for Bauhaus. You'll get no triangle, no square, and no Lieutenant Yar. Jam a handful in your maw while you're loading. Saltine face stuffing. Mac can see clearly now the surgery's done. How about a Barbie? A big box of track. Lick a stick. Family Feud Herpes Edition. The Korean Twitch War with Tom. Scott the Hipster won't watch what you tell him. With Randy and Nicole and more on this episode of... The Morning Stream. No offense, Batman, but I can get us there faster than your Batmobile. That's okay, Superman. I can get more miles to the gallon this way. The Morning Stream. Good. Real good. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for December 6th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson with Brian Ibbett. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the middle of your week. <gasps> it is. We've reached the middle of your week. Yeah. Six days went quick. I don't like how fast right. December's already going. I'm trying to enjoy the holidays. I'm trying to to stop and smell the roses, as it were. Yeah. Yeah. Hard. Yeah, it's though. tough to do, right? Yeah, hard. You get super busy. Too much going Get, on. Uh, yeah. It's our own fault. I mean, you and I both kind of run our own destiny. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the more busy we get, it's usually because we're, it's us. Our bosses are yeah. dicks is what I'm trying to say. We have dick bosses. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. yeah. My dick boss keeps making me try to find this stupid Bauhaus, Adobe Bauhaus font. That's the, that's oh, the, uh, still on the hunt for that thing. Got to find that. Yeah, I'm billing. I'm billing my customer for every hour I spend looking for this Bauhaus font <laughs> to show him what a bad idea his logo is. That's- it would be funny if that font only exists in actual metal type pieces at a at like an old press or something. It's the only way you're going to get it. Right? Like, oh, like an old, uh, <laughs> old a Gutenberg press lead yeah. lead version. Yeah, actual um, lead type. Oh man. Yeah, I uh, I found a down a free download of it. And I open up in FontBook, and it says, this font can't be validated. And I just can't bring myself to click on the install button with, you know, mm. I don't want to install any malware. I think people can put malware in font files, right? I, I would assume. I how font stuff works. Does, the, does a font file, can it deliver 
malicious software? I don't know. I probably can. Yeah, Why know. wouldn't it? It's probably software. can, right? It's like a little. All it needs to have is a little executable in there. But because um, when they say verified or, or or whatever, what do they mean? Do they mean verify val- that it's yeah. or validate that it's real or that it's the official font or not official or? Yeah, I think no. I think no. It's it's saying this font file can't be validated. Just like it, um, basically, it can't. Be sure that there's not going to be some conflict with another font. Yeah. Uh, there's there's definitely some some stuff in there. Well, good luck, man. That sounds like a tr- trek that you're on. Yeah. A yeah, life I trek. Think, I think I'm giving up on this trek, honestly. <laughs> You've had all. <laughs> no, you it's can how many? Yeah, it's been too long. I think I'm done. You might be done. Well, make uh, do bill him though. That'd be good. Bill him. I'm not going to bill him for all the time I've looked for the font. No, oh. that's that's. Put that on a res- or on a on an invoice that says. Line item two. All the time I took looking for your damn font. 16 hours searching for the Bauhaus font that I think you used. And I don't even think they used it. If if I'm having a hard time finding it, there's no way that that's the actual font they use. They use some sort of, they probably use some sort of janky download free mm. malware version. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that sounds right to me. Well, good luck on that. Um, real quick, I had a weird dream that you were in. Oh. So so was so was Randy and Dunaway. Uh, so it was a bit of a film sack party, and uh, boy, I don't know where this came from, honestly. So here's what it was. This is simply it. In the time I was in it, though, it felt real and important, and somehow sure. crucial to everybody in it. Now it seems just absolutely ridiculous. But in this dream, there was a gigantic Xbox controller. So okay. the reason I know it's Xbox. You know, all the normal trappings, big, big bulbous thing with an X on the middle. And then you had your A and your B and your X and your Y um, in the in the orientation that's not Nintendo. <laughs> so yeah. so I, that's the only reason I knew. And they were the colors of that. And each button was one of us. Okay. So I was the X button <laughs> and I was all blue, but I was the I was this X button face. You were the A button uh, I remember okay. where everybody was. Dunaway was Y up top, and Randy was B. Huh. Okay. And they all, we all just sat in this controller, and it just seemed so important that we were in it and that we were part of it. Yeah. Life depended on it. We had to be there. It, I don't remember specific details after waking up, but there was a lot of conversation between the buttons about how important things were. Sure. Well, and 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 whose job was more important than others? Because if you know, if you're the action button, you're getting all the 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 attention. If you're the uh, you know, back button, mm-hmm. some of the attention, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the back button or the cancel or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then you've got like uh, you know. The, the other two buttons and i don't know what the configuration i don't play xbox too much so i don't know what the the configuration if it's like the playstation where the bottom button is the one you use the most for everything or if it's like the yeah. nintendo switch where it's like the right button no it's and totally we all please play, playstation and xbox have almost the exact same use case just different symbols okay. so all like right. when you when you do the circle on xbox it's the same as doing an x on or sorry circle on playstation x on xbox those are gotcha. kind of your use buttons, generally speaking. Yeah. So if yeah. I'm in a world where I got to open a door, that's your button, usually, not always. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A is often jump. Uh, so yeah. you were jumping a lot. That was your job. Okay, I was jump. All right, good. I had to good. use. I feel a like lot. I'm getting used there. Sure. So I was get. I had to use things. Brian had to jump stuff. Uh, Dunaway had to pull up inventory or something like that. Because <laughs> that's sure. what you use Y for, or uh, in sure. in PlayStation's case, the triangle, and then. Randy, who would be circle or B, mm-hmm. 
uh, was always going back, just constantly going yeah, back. Always going back, moving Catwoman, always back. Yeah, always yes. back, moving Catwoman. It was crazy, dude. It was the yeah. weirdest dream, and it felt so important. I hate these because I wake up going, okay, what do I have to do? And I realize <laughs> nothing, nothing. You do nothing. <laughs> it's just a dumbass dream. Oh, it's, there's, I don't even, I can't even ascribe meaning to this. There's no meaning to it. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't think there's no card in the box. That says, "Here's what an Xbox controller represents." Yeah, but be be, ha- be, but, uh, be glad that you are the A button. You're an important button, Brian. Yeah, I feel like I wish this was a drawing. This is a. <laughs> if you weren't so busy with the Santas, I'd say, please draw this. Draw the Xbox controller with the four film set guys. Spe- it, speaking although, of which, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, was- it just it feels like if there should be anybody, it should be Bo and John because they're core, they're video game. They're, yeah, you'd you know. think the gamer guy, the gamer host guys would be the And, and Brian Dunaway. So Dunaway, Bo, John, and you yeah. would be the right ones. Yeah, why is it film sec? Why is it the film sec yeah. core group? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. Well, it says you watch movies on your PlayStation. That is true, I do. Um, I, have some, I have the latest Santa to show here. You can take a look at it as well. It's, oh, cool. Uh, him just stuck in a Mario pipe. <laughs> he doesn't look that worked up about it. He looks fine. Looks like he's just like, oh, yeah. I did it again. Oh, no. His, his, his eyes are a little angry like he's he's uh, just realizing his predicament. It's kind of a damn it kind of face. Like, yeah. shit. Yeah. I think the curve of the hair in the middle of his under his cap leads uh-huh. it to seem a little more annoyed than he is. But... Oh, sure. His little widow's peak looking thing. Yeah. Yep. But there he is trying to just deliver good. gifts to the Mushroom Kingdom, and he can't get it done. Very Find good. those at uh, frogpants.com slash Santa for all 25 days of this month. Well, until Christmas, because there are more than 25 days. <laughs> uh, all right. We got a quick email from Jeff Sire, cool. our, good, our good pal, who wrote in and said, uh, this is from his home in Canada, Crafton, Ontario. Uh, Scott and Brian, regarding the discussion whether or not you can see a tool bag 200 miles in Mm. orbit, he says, I live on the north shore of Lake Ontario. The lake is 53 miles wide at its widest. For 12 years, I worked in a nuclear plant. Nuclear plant. Did I say that right? (laughs) Yeah, now you did. (laughs) My whole life, my whole life I've tried to be really careful with it because when I was a kid, I I got it wrong. So I always have to think about it when I say it now. Nuclear plant in Pickering, Ontario, directly across the lake. In New York State, was a factory for some very large structure uh, or some very large structure. The lake is narrower here, but it's still some more than 30 years or 30 miles away. 30 years. What is wrong with me? I don't know. In you the, were just like in the 12 are years. Are you looking at the same words I am? I know. <laughs> in the 12 years I worked there, I only got ever a glimpse of that building a handful of times on the clearest summer days. Even with binoculars, there is no way I could ever see a tool bag over there. Maybe they had a large back uh, backyard telescope uh, lies Steven Schleicher does. I'm not sure what that means. Oh, like. like I think you meant like Steven Schleicher does, uh, Maybe yeah. ask him, Jeff Sire. Yeah, we, we there was a number of feedbacks on this. I think Brian's yeah. skepticism was warranted because uh, I think, yeah, I mean, I far. think, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, you can even spot it with binoculars. Yeah, maybe, but but they've got to be some, like, industrial-grade binoculars. Yeah, not just your, hey, I'm going to the Grand Canyon, let's buy a pair of... right shitty ones right it had to be yeah, some 200 special. miles is a long a longer distance than than uh than people think i mean that's that's as far as you drive um going top speed in three hours well not top speed but like going on a highway 65 to 70 miles an hour um a little under uh, three hours of driving gets you 200 miles yeah so even if you're looking straight oh, no, up more than that because 180 yeah what am i thinking clear so, straight yeah. up in the sky clearest of days you need some real magnification. 
You need some magnification for sure. More than what you bought at Walmart. Okay. And and Jan Laska says it's in space and super shiny when sun hits it. Oh, I agree. But again, and and maybe we're you know our definition of a tool bag is is um is is one of the the guys on YouTube. No, our definition of a tool bag is something that's a lot smaller than what it is in actuality. Right. And uh, good point. Maybe it's yeah. a big fat tool bag, you know, with big but, I mean, huge. Yana, tools. if you think about how long it takes, how far you go if you drive straight in one direction on a highway for three hours, and then look back to where you started. Even with a pair of binoculars, do you think you're going to see a, a Home Depot tool bag? I don't mm. think so. I mean, you have not, the cur- not, I mean, obviously, the cur- curvature of the earth, blah, blah, blah. That helps, still- yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is, But that's just point. He's in a really, really tall building. That other really tall yeah. building should be within eyesight because yeah. it's yeah. A, it would jut above the curvature, but it doesn't. Right. Or it's right. not enough to see it. So yeah. I get it. I think Jeff's right. I hate to say that because Jeff... Jeff loves when he's right. All right, and I'm here. I am. Oh yeah, no. Right. I, listen, I love saying when Jeff's right when he's when he's agreeing with me. So <laughs> yeah, it's great when he agreed. It's wonderful. No, I don't uh, think Claire's. You think not? You think NASA? God damn it! You think NASA is using a Home Depot tool bag? Well, no, but that's no, still but not our, our point. Yeah, that's what we think about. We don't. We don't know what a NASA tool bag looks like, right? We can only go by what we know as a tool bag and it's one of those you wrap around your your waist it carries all your tools or or something that you hold that you um, carry that's got like trays and stuff like that in it yeah it's in the back of your truck ready for whatever job yeah, you're doing exactly exactly it could yes. be the size of a okay let's just assume it's the size <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the size of a of a chevy silverado okay if it's that big sure See it in space. Even no, no then, doubt. I'm not no. sure I'd see it with my naked eyes. Well, I'd have to have some. Oh, definitely really, not with your naked eye. Yeah, yeah. but I'd have uh, to have some good binoculars. A really good bino- pair of binoculars. Yeah, and like Jan says, it needs to get hit by the sun pretty hard for me to get some light off of it. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, we got a text about uh, crackers. <laughs> Remember these? these oh whole, yeah, yeah. Sorry, talk about crackers. The saltines, the premium. You still have? Is that the same one from yesterday? No, is that just it's another, another. It's just a bag laying here. It's one uh, in a different sleeve because you polished off the first sleeve. <laughs> I might have. I might have done that. <laughs> uh, it says here, I love saltine crackers. I can sit down in front of the TV and just munch down on some plain ass crackers. Oyster or soup crackers are da bomb when gaming. Just jam a handful in your maw when you're loading. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that lessons. Just jam a handful in your maw while you're loading. Yep. You are loading. Yeah, load up, crackers. baby. Load up. Yeah, and then you get thirsty, and you drink uh, water or a Mountain Dew Code Red or whatever, and uh, the the salt and the the water, you gain water weight, and uh, you get bloated, and oh, real good. I hope you enjoy those oysters. Yeah, it's super a, an entire nightmare in front of you if you do too much of that. I'm not saying eat them like I, that for sure. Don't. No, do but that. you know what? I for whatever reason, the oyster crackers, soup crackers, sound way better to me than just the flat saltines, even though they're just a different shape. Mm. Like. Oh yeah, like a like just reaching in and grabbing a you know popping those in my mouth as opposed to the whole. You know what it is? It's uh, it's probably partially the mess. Mm. Like when you think about eating a saltine, unless you're shoving the entire saltine in your mouth at one time, mm-hmm. you're probably gonna end up with little saltine crumbs all yeah. over the place. Yeah, that makes sense. They're much more um, oyster crackers, more self-contained. Yeah, and they tend uh, to when they melt in, they kind of melt in your mouth instead of get all yeah. dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. And if I'm given the choice, a handful of oyster crackers probably is what I would do. Yeah. But if yeah. I, you know, if all I got is these around, I'll eat these. 
Uh, well, let's find out what this guy does. Yeah. Hey, Brian Dunaway, before we do Tadpooly Feud, do you like a saltine cracker? Are you a fan? Yeah, if I'm uh, drinking a bunch of water. <laughs> All right, and I'm like, I'm too uh, watered down. I need something to... Yeah. Team, uh, team right. Ibit away or Dunna Jibbit? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell, right? Is it? Uh, is he... Yeah. Ooh, Dunaway's breaking up pretty bad. Are you on Wi-Fi in a in a room full of Netflix? I'm breaking up pretty bad. All right, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let me. All right, let me try something then. All right. All right, hold on a second. All right, hold we're me. holding on a second. We got a second. Well, that was a weird noise. Uh, let's see what's going on there. All right. Well, while he's doing that, we got to bring in a listener, and uh, yeah. we'll see who's number three. Oh, look! I think this might be somebody new. Oh, good. I'm not sure. Have we done LC Knight before? Doesn't matter. He's in. He's third. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember if we've done him. I don't know either. Like, uh, yeah, we've. I mean, we've certainly seen him in the uh, Tadpool plenty. Yeah, I just don't know if we've ever played before. LC Knight, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm, I'm doing very well, guys. Thank we, you for bringing me ha- in. Have we had you Absolutely. on here before? I, I don't remember. Um, I am Matthew Johnson down in Phoenix, Arizona. You. You've read my emails and those things. That's right. And I've always talked about how my brother has the same name as you and all that stuff, right? Exactly. (laughs) And I am the one that... The the, 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 the singer is Matthew Johnson. Is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah. Sorry. I'm also the one that Cindy knows very well, and I've gone blind in both my eyes multiple times. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. That's right. That means these games will probably... You're going to probably donate these to some... Actually, um, I'm not because I had surgery... Three weeks ago, and I have sight again. Woo! Excellent! That's great news. Holy crap! Very I cool. love hearing that. Uh, I also love hearing Brian Dunaway's sultry voice, and he's back with a vengeance. Oh, hi, Scott. Oh, hi. You sound better now. Where did you change ISPs or something? What'd you do there? You sound way well, better. Well, no, we uh, sort of. Well, I was, I was trying. I was trying. Mm. You always say I got the delay, so I found a way to mm. de- to get rid of the delay, but the delay then creates uh <laughs> obviously mayhem so it's its own new problem yeah sure problem yes. yeah so that i i tried something and it didn't work so we yeah. uh we'll just try something else we'll take whatever you've got hey brian ebbett explain to these two chuckleheads what's on uh, what's at stake today for the game what are we doing a stake mm, as a matter steak. of fact is uh is is on stake uh hey it's time to play the tadpool lee feud i've surveyed the tadpool on some nerdy topics and scott and brian have to predict the answers that they gave us it's scott and brian's job to see how many of those answers they can get Yes, uh, Matthew, your job is more important than ever because you, yes, you, yes, you are going to be working with either Scott or Brian. And if your team wins, you'll get a prize package that includes Meeple Station and Turbo Golf Ooh. Racing. Is Ooh. it a golf game? Is it a racing game? It's both. <laughs> yes, it is. It's both. I've played that. Both. That's a cool game. I like it. That's good. Um, I don't see the, oh, the, great. the feud screen's not up. Is Let me up? reload. Oh, there it is. There we go. Yep, yeah, I had to reload. All good. In the hood. I created it too early this morning and did all not good refresh in your it. neighborhood. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, all right. Let's get to this one. Uh, I forgot to count how many answers we had to this one. So it's up in the 450, 460 uh, range. Um, we asked 460 tadpoolers their question to, or their answer to this question <laughs> What was your favorite? childhood toy scott uh transformers transformers show show me i think you show me a transformer 
Number two. Number two nice. answer. One mm. answer will beat it. Brian, do you want to take a stab? Uh, see, they got to be. I'm going with He Man. He Man. He Man. And the masters of the universe. Show me He Man. Oh, are you serious, you I old bunch so of farts? Serious. <laughs> How old can you people be? Or no. too young? Maybe too young. Uh, he Man sure. number twelve, you? by the way. It's, it was close. Wow. Oh, yeah. He Man at twelve. What'd you think about? What'd you think about Extendo Neck? I sent you there, Scott. Oh, he's awesome. Extendo Neck is the bomb, yeah. dude. Dude, every yeah, every every terrible side character in He Man is the best thing about He Man. Man E faces. <laughs> yeah. His faces are different. Yeah. Yep. He's a yeah. man of many faces. Yeah. Man E faces. Speaking of which, did uh, did you get something for me there, Dunaway? No. Oh. Hmm. Do y'all not have my address or something? Did you get the meat sticks? No. Did you get some for me? No. Well, the meat sticks was right. no, the meat sticks was a weird uh, thing. The guys on core got meat sticks. Right. It made no sense. We never had anything. I know. About those meat Everybody sticks. but the only person on core besides Scott. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. And then play retro. Got the meat sticks. Yeah. I had a meat stick yesterday. Yeah, delicious. they're good. They're very I got good. The meat sticks right now. Yeah. Oh no, I don't. Have those <laughs> you got a bad case of the meat sticks? Oh no, that's. Not I good. got a bad case of the meat stick. This is me off because it's not something that I can like. 3D print and make another one of. I'm hoping that it eventually makes its way to you. Let's see. It was sent on. Well, it's probably still making its way. November 28th. Oh, it's probably still going then. Probably still going. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff's weird right now. Freaking U.S. Postal yeah. Service gets real sucky this time of year. Yeah. Big piece of shit. Big piece of shit. Uh, all right. Well, that means that I'm. It's, it's me and LC Knight. Yeah. Then. You and LC Knight. Yeah, you got together. it. Yeah. Oh, it's currently it. it's in uh, Fairburn, Georgia. So it's still making oh, its way. It'll never, oh, it's never going to get here then. Yeah, that's where that's where packages go to die. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> never forget. Never forget all the Fairborn, oh. uh, the Georgia deaths of mail. Uh, all right. Well, let's do this, Matthew Johnson, you and I. Uh, Brian, uh, or Matthew, let's let's talk about uh, answers here. How about... Um, yeah. Uh, well, well you, tell me what about, you're thinking. What do you like? What about Barbie? Oh, Bar- yeah, of course. Let's get the women yeah. in here. How about Barbie? And no, no offense Barbie. to any mm-hmm. men that like Barbie. It's fine. Whatever. You, you yeah, everyone it can loves be played Barbie. with uh, by either gender. All right. Show me Barbie. Ooh. Number nine. Big yeah. points. Thank Big you points. That. Nicely done. Good, good points. Good job. Uh, mm-hmm. Toy is such a broad term. It is. It is a big, broad term. Broads. Uh, I'm gonna playing s- with bronze. <laughs> I'm gonna follow that up with Barbie. Brian's yeah, giving right. us a hint. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. Right. I'm totally not. Broads, broads are not on the list here. All right, no broads. Um, that old term. Let's go with. Uh, I, I feel like a Nintendo. Uh, yeah, Nintendo is what. I was yeah, and it, and people would have called it a Nintendo, but really S- it's NES. Yeah. NES sure. yeah. Yeah, let's say All NES right. or Nintendo uh, or something. While, while I'm doing this, uh, Brian, looks like you got disconnected from the game. Re- refresh your screen, maybe? Really? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. He's not okay. in there? Yeah, it's showing, it's showing, for me, it's showing you as gray. Wow. I don't know if it's... Oh, it's gray for really? me as well. That's where I, I see the screen, but yeah, it even says, waiting for player to chill their drink. Weird. I'm yeah, looking right okay. at it. Oh. All right. Oh, it, it, it development mode. Okay, what does that mean? Oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that. that makes me oh. nervous. What oh, the hell? Oh, no. there we go. Now you're in. Okay. All right. All right. What was your answer again? A Nintendo, right? Nintendo. Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Whew. All right. Show me a Nintendo. Yeah. Nintendo Entertainment System. Okay, that's yeah, good. It's not a toy. No, it's not. Matthew, uh, what else do you think? Nobody put GoBots on here, right? That didn't happen. Probably <laughs> not. But uh, what about uh, the stretchy guy? That 
Oh, we Stretch Armstrong? Flex. Yeah, Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. All right, Stretch, Stretch Armstrong. Armstrong. Get him Armstrong. in. Put him in. All right, show me Stretch Armstrong. Uh, I'll poop. No. Um, all right, all right, all right. I'm in the list. I'm gonna, I don't even I'm know gonna, if I'm going to start having to, you know, go to the tad I'm assuming these are all Facebook tadpool questions, right? What do you mean, Facebook? Do do the surveys? No, I do it using Google Sheets, and we post links everywhere: Discord, Twitter. Yeah, we post it everywhere. I try to avoid all. I try to avoid all of it so I don't see anything. Yeah, good. But I I mean, it doesn't matter because you 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 would only see the question; you wouldn't see the answers. Yeah. I'm surprised that you've done away that there's no He-Man. I don't get it. It's weird. Yeah, well, well I mean, the I told only, you was, uh, people said it, just not very high. Right. Or I guess I'm surprised. I guess I, I was going to I was gonna say go Joe, but after no He-Man, I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know you people. American go Joe. Hero. G.I. Joe. All right. Yeah. You're going for the greatest American hero? G.I. Joe is no, there? No, I'm going with Star, I'm going with Star Wars. Okay. Oh, oh Kenner. Right. Giving Kenner some love. Show me Star Wars. Ooh. Yeah, Star Wars action right. figures, vehicles. Some people even just put specific ones, like their their little Darth Vader action figures. So I just whoop, lumped them all into one. Good deal. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. My, I still have my original Chewbacca. That's that supposedly is worth some good money because I still have the gun with it. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. the uh, mm-hmm. but the dog chewed its head. Now it has big old. Head. Oh no! Probably not worth much anymore. Nope. But I still have him. I have him under glass, I... actually, inside of a little case, a little oh, glass wow. case, and his head's all mangled. And it's fine. It'll do. I found a box of mint on card Power of the Force Star Wars figures, including the the Princess Leia that looked like a, a bat. <laughs> the Princess Leia that had the really bad face. Oh, right. Uh, all mint on face. card. I'm trying to decide, do I take him? I tried taking him to like a collector shop, and he's like, yeah, your best bet's going to be taking him to like a, a convention and selling him at a table. It's like, I don't want to buy a $300 table to sell... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. two hundred fifty dollars worth of action figures. Yeah, that's so. I got to figure out what I could take them again, second and Charles. But I know I'm not going to get a whole lot for them. So I don't know what I'm going to do with these guys. But. eBay and stuff, they're good. They do this. I could them. do eBay. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah Find one of us tadpoolers that are already going to a local convention. Well, that could be. Oh, oh that's smart. not bad. But yeah. I mean, it's going versus uh, having no, a I table know. there, right? Yeah. If they have, oh no, table. you just you, yeah, you just walk around with it in your in your jacket and go, hey. Buddy. Like a like a trench coat, open it up and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy a hey, buddy, Coplun, Coplun. Would you like a Coplun? How about the Death Star droid? Death Star card. Droid? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, who's turn? Right, I'm gonna go, right. Joe. You're gonna go, Joe. I'm gonna go, Joe. Go, Joe. All right, go, I think, Joe. I, go, Joe. Go, Joe. Go, right. Joe. Show, Joe. Show me, go, Joe. Number four mm. on the list. Damn. Very good. The more is, you uh, know. Okay. Yeah. Making a little bit of a game out of this, aren't we? Or not aren't the more you know. I know no one's half the battle. Figure, That's I, what I mean. <laughs> I can't figure out. It makes no sense to me because I can't figure out if, if if it's mostly answers from before my childhood or after my childhood because <laughs> it's weird how mm. these are showing up. Mm. I agree. Um, both. I'm a little surprised by these. It's both. The, my favorite characters, there's no way they're on there. But do you remember the little pink muscle men? Oh yeah, dude! I have oh, some yeah. of those. I have like five the, of them. I love the the acronym muscle. I, love those I don't even know what it stood yeah, for, the but they're the little little wrestlers. Yeah. Mm. Men men using strong steroids. Old. Yeah, using <laughs> men using steroids. There you go. Lambs. Yes, there you go. Um, 
But I'm going to go with uh, the little green army man because I'm thinking maybe I need to think oh. more like Toy Story and go kind sure, of that think, way. Sure, uh, you think, uh, sure, the kids yeah, are in Andy's little, room. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Show me little army men. Oops. No. Oh. I clicked it, but I just brought the window forward. Uh, army right, men. So that, um, that's, a, that's a no good starter. Mm. All right. No good. It's a non starter. Uh, army men, uh, number 25 on the list. Three people described. Uh, army men as being their uh, their favorite childhood. Wow. We need more. We need more right. 60s and 70s kids in the audience. By the I way, Neutrino uh, in the tadpole said, "Did Brian say uh, Copeloon? Copeloon? What was that kid? That dude's name? <laughs> the 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 pointy headed Jedi dude in the uh, in in the first uh, oh in the in prequel." The prequel. Uh, yeah. yeah, big tall conehead guy. Yeah, uh, yeah conehead guy with guy. a gray oh plocoon. Is that it? Plocoon. <laughs> Is it Plo just Coon? as dumb? Just as dumb a name, George Lucas. Plo no, it's Coon. hideous. Plo it's Coon. terrible either way. It's awful. Yeah, I've got one of those. If you want, you know what, Neutrino, send email me your mailing address. I am sending you this Plo Coon <laughs> action figure. Nice. And I'm not. I'm not. You kidding. named it. Getting you it. getting it? Exactly. Mint on card. Uh, Mint on card. Just don't send it the, through Georgia. Comes with the little uh, the little uh, keychain thing that if you have the 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 reader device, it'll play a sound that. Uh, Plo Koon makes real what really what is that what is that give what, it to us what sound does he make <laughs> I don't know it's just something I, I don't know if he made any did he say anything in uh, the force know. of the Phantom Menace that's what it looks like he'd make I want that so bad to be true <laughs> oh did uh, I describe the wrong guy is that Kiati Mundi that I described I don't know it's big tall pointy head guy what is what is Oh right, Plo uh, Copeloon, Plo Coon, whatever. Yeah, whatever. They're all you're bad. Getting, you're, I think that you think you're getting Keanu Mundi. The, I the thought you were talking about the Conehead guy, but I guess I didn't know. Yeah, right? I don't know. He has a I mustache. The Conehead guy is the guy I have an action figure for, and I, I thought his name was uh, clearly. I thought his name was Poe Cloon. Yeah. <laughs> like he was all right, I, I like. Right. I can't even remember whose turn it is. It's ours, it's, Matthew, because uh, he just got it's, buzzed. It's, Matthew, it's got, I got right. an idea that I can't believe we haven't said yet. I'll bet it's number one. Uh, we should get Lego out of the way. What do you think of that? Oh, oh yeah, good that one. would certainly be. Good that's that that. that transcends generations. Everybody had tons of Lego, so I'm gonna say sure. Lego. All right, show me Lego. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Nice. There you go. Durr. Um, all right, one answer on the board. What do you think? What do you think, Matthew? What do you think? Tonka trucks. Oh, Tonka's Ooh, oh, great. Yeah. Oh man, I can tell where. I mean, that's that's mostly for us older guys, but yeah, yeah, that's right. I I feel all right about that. Let's do Tonka. Okay. How's he right. do it? Show me Tonka trucks. Shit. Oh, uh, no. Number 28 on the list. People said it, but uh, didn't make the didn't make the top 10. Okay. All right, Dunaway. Well, I only seen I only seen one uh, you know, more of a girl answer, Barbie. Not that you, sure. not that you couldn't play with them, whatever. Sure. sure. But I'm not seeing a very popular amongst both both sexes. It's the um, My Little Pony. Everybody loves the My Little Pony, oh, right? sure. Sure. My Little Pony. You know the song. Yeah. I know the song. Sure. It was between. It was while I got up to refill my uh, Lucky Charms between uh, commercial breaks <laughs> on Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> Show me My Little Pony. Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, number 14. Really uh, close so, to making So the too, too young for Tonka Trucks. Yeah. Too old for, uh, for 
Yeah. My Little Pony. Also, yeah, I think Jesus. uh male dominated audience is my guess is why that happened. Yeah, I don't even know what to to tell you guys to you know, direction to steer. You guys are both on maybe your last I'm, strike. Maybe, maybe I'm going to maybe I'm going too specific. Okay, that maybe that's the problem. All right, how about okay. this, Matt? No, how about we no. go? These hot, are these are all very specific answers. How, how about we go Hot Wheels? What do you yeah, think of that? Hot Wheels. Magic oh, that's a good one. Yeah, sure. yeah. that's Those what you get at awesome McDonald's. Uh, all right, show me Hot Wheels. Right Number three, saving the Yay. day. Yeah. Are they saving the day or making the way or paving the way? We're paving What's the way. <laughs> We're paving the paving way. The way making, making the way. Making the way. We're, we're making, making the our, way in the world today. We're making our way downtown. Moving fast. Making the way. No. Getting homebound. Doodly doodly making the way. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's see. Uh, Hot Wheels. Loved, saving loved the day. Loved my Hot Wheels because no, we had that. I had that track that I had a big freaking box of track that I inherited from my uncle when he got too old to play with them. And I would have that thing going down the stairs, around tables and chairs and up and. Oh, it was the best. Like trying to figure out how much how much velocity it needed to go up the chair and then back down the other side of the chair and stuff. It was great. Yeah, I love that crap when I was a kid. Yeah. How about uh uh how about nerf? Matthew, what do you think nerf? Oh, oh yeah. see. Or nothing. I mean it's gonna be that or nothing, man. You gotta, yeah. <laughs> you gotta do it. It became a term. Everyone uses nerfed now. That's right, exactly. What's funny is uh, nerf never yeah. never nerf never really got nerfed. Like no. it's you know, yeah. uh, they never came out with a nerf thing that yeah. they had to nerf because it was. Uh, I guess there were dangerous. there were some early guns that looked too real. And they did have to scale. Oh, that back. sure, they nerfed yeah. the nerf guns. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But okay. other than that, no, they're all right. Same as they ever were. Show me nerf. Oh Amazing. my gosh! Amazingly nerf. Not even wow. not on the list. And I was amazed to not even see nerf anywhere. I'm blown uh, away the, by that. Yeah, in the uh, in the responses, utterly blown away. That's not on there. Yeah. Okay. Well, Kelly, one thirty eight. Is that true? Non expanding recreational foam. Is that really what Nerf? Oh. It's, it, is Nerf really a, an acronym for that? Is it really? That's amazing. I didn't know it was an acronym at all. Wow, that's awesome. Wow. I thought it, just, thought it just sounded cool, like Nerf. Yeah. I don't know. All right. It's amazing. Oh, All right, shit. we got uh, three answers still left on the board. You can't. Uh, oh no, you could. You could. Uh, uh, let's see. What do we have? Twenty-three. Yeah, you could. You could win. <laughs> you could yeah, still win. You could. But oh, yeah. you know what? But even if you, you uh, no, if you got the ten and the seven, you'd get seventeen plus your nine would be twenty-six, and you'd win and take those prizes right out let's of Matthew's not, hands. Let's not. Let's not do that. Let's not do that. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Light Bright. I don't know. You people Light Bright. You can see the It's one light. of my favorite toys. Sure. Is, uh, was there a song for Light Bright? I don't remember. Hell yeah. There's almost yeah, more totally. of a song than there is a toy for Light Bright, in my opinion. That's right. Yeah. Light Bright. Making scenes with light. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now I recognize. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those, uh, those things. You I put that your... I feel like those hurt your feet as much as Legos, by the way. You oh step on a gosh. little life right peg. Oh, they're the worst. <laughs> they're yeah. the worst, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, show me Light Bright. Oh, oh shit. Game right there. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Well, we won by a lot then. Is what yeah, we won by a lot. And Matthew's going to get these prizes. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see what these other answers are. Number six Game Boy. Yeah, mm. I feel so stupid, Scott. Well, I thought That's Brian was going to lump it all into Nintendo. All week. I thought he'd lump it all in Nintendo. That's what no, I, and I'll show you number ten since uh, since that uh, 
is uh, is relevant. Are Super Nintendo number ten. Me? This is great. Listen, Are people, you kidding me? People loved. <laughs> people loved their Nintendo products. Yeah, and did. then finally, number seven. These uh, you know these guys just had a movie come out this year, and I guess it was really cool. Slinky. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh duh. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I was biting all over that. I didn't figure that was going to be up there. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also on the list, uh, Bicycle, Atari 2600, uh, Teddy Bear, Books, oh, Cabbage Patch Kids. Uh, so a lot of people <laughs> said stick. I love how you pitied them just now, Loki, like a book. It's, it's more like <laughs> books. Is that a toy? Not really a toy. It's, it's something you may have loved as a kid. You're but sad. You're yeah. a sad childhood. Uh, same number of people who said books also said stick. By the way, I want to point that out. Stick, yeah. Uh, yeah Big yeah. wheel, uh, Lincoln Plank. Logs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightbright was uh, number twenty-three. Didn't make the list. Nintendo sixty-four. Micronauts. Couple people showing the Micronauts. Love. Uh, Polly Pocket. Yo-Yo. Something called Two XL. Is that a Transformer? Like I don't played, know what uh, that is. Never heard of it. Because that's two people said that one. It was really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, American Girl Dolls, BB Guns, Beanie Babies, Erector Sets, Micro Machines, Power Rangers, Rubik's Cube, Strawberry Shortcake, Voltron, and then a bunch of like single ones like Beyblade and Cobra Commander, I guess that was Joe, uh, Colored Pencils and Paper, Hmm. Constructs, uh, Diver Dan. the artists are. Yes, we do, exactly. Etch-A-Sketch, making a showing there. Uh, Fisher-Price Firestar Rocket Spaceship. Very specific. No memory. Furby. Uh, Ecto-1. Who the hell? Green Machine, that cool big wheel alternative. Oh, charts. I love the Green Machine so much. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lionel Train Sets. People, A couple of people actually mentioned the uh, Lionel Train Sets. Magic 8-Ball, somebody's favorite toy. <laughs> Somebody, who, the people that mentioned Lionel Train Sets, are they in hospice yeah. now or just some sort of care home? <laughs> Like, Were they, are they actually doing? allowed to play with theirs? Because my, my dad would <laughs> right. never let me touch mine. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, no, no, you'll kidding. screw it all up. Yeah. My diorama. <laughs> uh, pound puppies, uh, remote control cars, uh, Sega Game Gear, $6 million man action figure. Slinky did there. There's where Slinky made the cut. Ah. Speak and spell, Spirograph. Um, and finally, the Omega virus. Oh, great. Did anyone bring up uh, t- uh, Play-Doh? No Play-Doh on there. No Play-Doh. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's kind of surprising, too. A little, uh, a little shocked by that. Like Play-Doh or clay or anything like that. Even the Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop, you'd think, would be like, all right, if you don't consider Play-Doh a toy, then at least the Fuzzy Pumper Barbershop would be the toy. I'm really glad somebody didn't put a dead raccoon I found and a stick. That would have been that would have been bad. <laughs> well, I mean, they said a lot of people said stick. Stick was uh, stick was fairly stick. number eighteen on the list was stick. Well, so you, you don't stick. want to you highly don't, available to this year for Christmas. They're leaning stick. full into the well. Uh, you kids got it better than I do because when I was a kid, we just had a stick. Yeah, <laughs> all we had was a stick and a dead raccoon. Yeah. Uh, well, well done, everybody, especially uh, you, Matthew. Let me find. Whoops, that's the wrong one. Congratulations, you're, you're a winner. You truly are a winner today, and you're going to get these codes sent directly to you via Discord shortly, if he hasn't already. You are. Uh, Coming to him right this second. And, dude, super stoked that the surgery uh, was successful. Is this it for you? You don't have to worry about it anymore? Or what's the... Um, I'm a diabetic that has bad blood cells or blood vessels in my eyes, so unfortunately it could come back. It has come back before, so mm. but it hopefully is temporary every time. So, all right. Did well, you did you okay. ever end up 
uh, 3D printing that uh, dice box, by the way? That, I uh, bought a 3D printer and I managed to jack it up, so I'm waiting to get it repaired after <laughs> oh I get no. back to work. That Hook sounds like it. me. I did that to the one I had brief- briefly. Totally jacked it up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Turned it into a not very good thing. <laughs> oh, no. It's a hat stand now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Perfectly workable hat stand. I like stand. making spaghetti That's out right. of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're good at it, too, yeah. by the way. That spaghetti you make. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations. Well oh, done. Yeah. We'll talk to you next time. Brian Dunaway, we're going to do a show this weekend on Friday called uh, Play Retro, and we're going to talk about the Game Boy Color. How has it held up? we got yes, an anniversary here. Uh, what does everyone still think? These 25 years, years. Yeah, long time. I love that thing. You'll learn all about the reasons why we love them and how Brian went through serious hoops yesterday to make one work with his GameCube. Oh, uh, cool! Or no? Yeah, GameCube. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Game yeah. Game Boy Player with hooked up on the bottom of your GameCube, and you could put in your uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you had the Game Boy Advance Link cable, you could actually control some of the games with that. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's a weird it's pretty thing. Pretty neat. I'm glad you went through that, so I didn't have to. But we'll talk all about that on yeah. uh, on Friday. <laughs> uh, also, film sack this weekend. Brian kiss our butts. Yeah. He didn't respond. I even gave him a little second there, but he didn't do anything. Oh, just too slow. Too slow. Um, all right, Brian, let's see. We have time for one news story. Okay. All right. Here it comes, okay. everyone. So. It's time for the news brought to you by Flimsy Suckers. Yeah, look at this. I got this bag of lollipops, no sugar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, very good. Uh-huh. And they don't have any kind of binder in them. So when you take okay. them out, they crumble all over the place. So that's. Oh, geez. They're so good. they're really. They're uh, good. They're just they're sour like, and they're made of real fruit and that's great, but they just crumble. So what you do is you, uh, you open them from the bottom with scissors, mm. you pull out the stick. You put the stick in your mouth, get it all wet, and then you jam it back into the uh, lollipop powder like a uh, like a licka stick or whatever those things were called. <laughs> I can make little individual licka sticks. Individual licka sticks. All yep. right, you've done it. These are vegan, uh, Claire. You'll be excited. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I, I, did I tell you, by the way, did I show you that <laughs> I picked up? Ah, I picked up the um, sample pack of the um, Smart Sweets. Mm. Like these are the sour blast buddies. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, they're totally washed Whoa, out on yeah. camera. Out. Those Caramel, are good though. I've had those. That one? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love those. Maybe that helps. There, oh, there we go. go. Yep. Smart sweets. Yeah, those are great. Gummy worms. They're a little more. I wish they weren't as much. They're a little pricey for how much you get. They are. Yeah. But that's how this health food crap goes. Um, yep. But I love those. Those are really good. They're really good. So far, the um, loving the. Uh, the gummy worms. I think that's what I'm going to get a big bag of. Yeah, the worms I, are good. I got the samples, uh, samples just to try them out and see which ones I liked. The ring, the peach rings are also very good. They remind you. Ooh, peach rings. Yeah, I think those are in there too. Yeah, cool. Uh, this story is very quick. I just wanted to make sure we did it today because we do we do Ted Pooley feud on. Oh those yeah, days. perfect day for this. <laughs> uh, back in the Dawson era, Richard Dawson hosted the yeah. uh, feud back in the 70s and stuff. Uh, yeah, Family Feud contestants allegedly were given herpes tests before they could go out there. <laughs> and they did it because he famously would kiss the contestants. He would kiss everybody on the mouth. Well, he'd kiss all the women on the mouth. All the women yeah. on the mouth. The men he would yeah. he would touch wieners with. That's how he'd they would go, do it. He'd that. go, 
Hello, darling. Yeah. And then he'd kiss him on the kiss him on the lips. Yep. And uh Name this... something you find in your husband's <laughs> pants. And then they'd think, Oh gosh, I just don't know. Various contestants allege that they had to take herpes tests during Dawson's time as host from seventy six <laughs> to eighty five. And again from ninety four to ninety five. Was he doing it in ninety four to ninety five? I don't remember that. I I knew he did it through the eighties, so yeah, it doesn't surprise me that he uh yeah, but jumped a decade. So he must have come. Yeah, he must have come back for like special episodes or something. something. Yeah, contestant revealed that before her appearance, a family feud production assistant entered the dressing room with a magnifying glass and a cotton swab and said, "Okay, everybody, line up for your herpes test." Uh, the test came uh, because both viewers and doctors were concerned. Uh, one viewer complained, really "Richard Dawson spreads more bugs every week than flu epidemic." Says the book. Oh, they were more worried about. It. Well, yeah, but they're worried about them having herpes, giving it to him. Right. Right. But he's no one. No yeah, one thinks he, about what he he's giving people. Also, yeah. By the way, he died in 2012 of esophageal cancer. Now he smoked a lot. Yeah. So probably that's where that came from. But maybe it was from kissing a lady. From kissing, it was like uh, the kiss. You know, esophageal kiss uh, cancer is the kissing disease. The kissing that disease now. That's right. Forget yeah. about mono. Yeah, it's yeah, esophageal that's, cancer now. The new, <laughs> esophageal cancer is the new mono. There's your one hot news story, everyone. We're going to take a break. <laughs> uh, when we come back, Tom Merritt will join us. We'll talk a little tech like we do on Wednesdays. Uh, that's all coming up after this. What are you playing? Love it. Thomas Emeritus. Um, hey, I've got a song from a, a, band called, a band called Gonzales Smith. They have a brand new album called uh, Roll Up a Song. We've got a couple of, well, it's a couple of things that look like um, when I asked, uh, when Hammond asked you guys to make clay representations of me. That's mm. what the album cover looks like. <laughs> um, that's uh, made up of a couple guys, one of whom you might know. Uh, Jay Gonzalez is the uh, singer songwriter from Drive By Truckers and cult comedy writer Pete Smith. These guys got together and put out an album mostly about girlfriends, ones that got away, ones that he can't believe didn't, and ones that he wishes uh, had. Uh, wow. <laughs> that's what it says, folks. This is a song that I don't think is about a girlfriend uh, called Gelato. Here is Gonzalez Smith. I have a sweet
Mega Man, you must go after him. We don't know who he is, and it's dangerous to leave him alone. Stick your hand in the cage, and you just might lose it. And we've returned. Who was that? That was Gonzalez Smith, uh, made up of uh, comedy writer and uh, lead singer of Drive-By Truckers. That's their brand new song, Gelato, from their new album, Roll Up a Song. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Pull up a chair and listen to Roll Up a Song. I roll up say. a song. Roll up a chair. Roll up a roll chair. Up a song. Roll up your ears up and song. then roll them back out again. Yeah, yeah. All these things are true. We want Tom. We, we want, want Tom. Tom. We, we want, want Tom. Tom. Yay. Yay, it's Tom. We want him and he's here. <laughs> we commanded Hi. him to be here and he's here. Hi, Tom Merritt. How the heck are you? Oh, I'm just peachy. How are you both? Oh, you know, doing all right. Making it work. Making it happen. Making it rain, yeah. Making it rain. Making hay. How how's how's your how's holiday season? Do you feel do you feel festive and all that stuff? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you know it's it's a, it's on a slow boil, but it's getting there. Sure. Put up the tree last weekend, you know, stuff yeah. like that. You're like us. Uh, you have a boss who overworks you and doesn't give you time off. That kind of thing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Although yep. you're pretty good about it. I'm. We're taking a we're taking a card from your deck this year because you're really great oh, yeah. about the week of Christmas. Of having either mm. things pre-prepped and, and done, but like people are off. We're doing that here on TMS this year. And I'm oh, very yeah? excited. Yeah. Who's gonna run the show then? Nobody. There's no show during the week of no Christmas. Show. You should get a chat. We're not even we're not even gonna oh chatbot would be great. Yeah. We're not even gonna let uh Bill and uh who who did it that one time that we didn't do a show and and uh Bill Bill Duran? Uh, was it Bill, Bill Duran and Jerry? Maybe um, it might have been Justin. Was it Jury? Bill and Jury did it. Seems it? like something yeah. Justin would say yes to. I can't I remember. Think so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a long time ago, <laughs> but you know, it's whatever we, we, it's the holidays. It's a Christmas miracle. And of course, Tom's here again, talking about, uh, what's going on in tech. Uh, Tom, what is going on in tech? I must know. Well, the, the big news today is, is Google announcing its new large language model, Gemini. Uh, and we'll talk about that plenty on DTNS today, but, uh, I thought that on the morning stream, we might focus a little on the fact that Twitch is leaving South Korea. Oh, I hadn't read this yet that okay. must be breaking news uh yeah leaving it south korea all operations in south korea on february 27th because of prohibitively wow. expensive networking fees okay so that's wait. crazy because you think about like uh early days of twitch and and justin.tv and stuff it was all starcraft or a lot of it yeah. was starcraft and huge in south korea so, and League of Legends is huge there too. Oh so, yeah, and that's still yeah. going on. Okay. So, so because so, it's local, they're going to have they have their own banks of local service uh, server server farms there and stuff to help run things. Is is that's where it's expensive? Is so that in? Korea in 2016 started implementing something called sending party network pays, the SPNP model, mm. uh, which says that if you are at a sufficient traffic level, I think it's a million somethings, a million megabytes, million gigabytes. Sure. Uh, if, if you're huge, right? If you're a big player sending a lot of traffic into a network, uh, you have to compensate that network. It's like it's a government mandated uh, system. So if you are Twitch and you're operating in South Korea, uh, you have to compensate SK Telecom, LGU Plus, uh, all the ISPs for the amount of traffic sent to users in your network. And it has caused uh, prices to skyrocket 
for lots of things. Uh, Netflix raised its prices in South Korea 13%. Now, they've been raising prices everywhere, so it might not be just because of this, but they are also fighting a lawsuit about how much they they should pay. Uh, Google just doesn't pay uh, and is sort of, you know, saying, you want us to shut off Google? Uh, you just let us know, mm. uh, which I think Naver would love. But uh, it is it is a bad idea uh, to to mandate this. It has increased latency. It has uh, increased the cost of internet service. Uh, it has increased the cost of other services like Netflix. It has put a break on startups uh, joining. And uh, essentially, it, it has benefited no one but the ISPs and potentially some people in the government, I guess. Uh, and Twitch is the first big name, not the first name altogether, but the first big name, because it's Amazon-backed, to say, you know what? It's just too too much. We're, we're just not going to operate in one of the biggest esports markets in the world. Yeah. Do you... Do you think that they balk at this and 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 walk back? Not not Twitch, but the organization uh, or the 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 fees back up and say, nope, I'm sorry, we've overdone it. Uh, come on, come back, Twitch. We won't charge you anything. We'll do like Google, and you just don't have to pay. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't think they do that right away, uh, or or they probably would have come to some agreement already. Yeah. Uh, it seems like both sides are pretty pretty dug in here. This is this has been going on since 2016 and they doubled down in 2020 with new rules uh, and 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 tried to tighten up the rules. So it it does feel like the government is and and the communications uh, commission in Korea are are digging in and saying no no we want to do this. Uh, the other interesting thing is the EU is considering a similar law uh, and so everybody's looking at what happens in South Korea as a model. I think Amazon and, and specifically Twitch have done this be, because not as a negotiating tactic alone, although I think they'd like to use it that way, but because it's just true. I think they're like, it's just too expensive. We are losing money in South Korea. Uh, they've already talked about s- setting up a plan to move Korean Twitch streamers to other services. So they're trying to be good to the to the people, to the streamers. Uh, but I think they, it's just a balance sheet item of like, yeah, we can't afford to do it. Y- Congratulations, Korea. You've made it too expensive to operate in your country. Uh, so we're pulling out. I, I don't think it's a, you know, call my bluff. And if you don't, maybe we'll, c- we'll come creeping back in. <laughs> it really does feel like it, it's just down to numbers. It seems crazy to me. When you were there not long ago on vacation, did you feel like, did you, did you consider storming the regulatory uh, building? <laughs> you know? uh, no, I didn't. Mm. And actually, I, I found my service, uh, my internet service to be, be pretty good. Uh, but I wasn't doing anything particularly latency sensitive uh, while I was there. Uh, and supposedly, it has slowed down the rollout of 5G. And that is one thing I noticed for, for Korea, which is usually on the cutting edge of this stuff. Uh, there were more places where I dropped down to LTE than I would have expected. And this explains why. Yeah, I guess so. Also, I you know, you just you just alluded to it, but South Korea has always had this reputation of more infrastructure for high-speed internet, more broadband, yeah. way ahead of the curve in that regard. And this just feels so backtracky, so uh, weird. Yeah, it's it's interesting because one of the reasons they have such a reputation for high bandwidth availability is they passed a law that said you can't stop someone from stringing up the wires. So rather than mandate net neutrality or anything like that, uh, they made it easy for competitors to offer service. So if you go to a, an apartment building uh, in Seoul, you'll often find 
four, maybe five sets of wires going into that apartment for the various internet companies, all fiber. Mm. Uh, they, they just made it easy to roll out fiber and easy to provide the service, but promoted competition that way. And that's what drove the rollouts and, and drove the availability and drove up the speeds. In this case, the government intervention is not having the proper uh, uh, effect. Uh, it is it is causing a reduction in service and a rise in prices. So one government intervention was calibrated the right way. This one doesn't seem to be. Well, more on that on the Daily Tech News Show. We'll dig uh, a little deeper. And uh, it's my day, so I'll be on there. Uh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. I always look forward to being on the show. Uh, Tom, is there anything else happening with said show or anything else you got going on right now? Yeah, there's all kinds of things going on uh, every day. And as I've been telling folks, if you if you want my unique perspective unfiltered on the tech news, uh, you'll, you'll get it on Daily Tech News Show for nothing. Uh, but I also write up a, a more personal version of it in my Substack newsletter. So that's another option for you. Uh, and it gets a little more of my opinion into things if you're into that. So you can check that out. Free, freetechnewsletter.com gets you one issue of that a week. Uh, but I put it out daily if you're willing to subscribe as well. So go check it out. Go do it. It's Tom Merritt, everybody. You know him, you love him. Tom, we'll see you later you. this afternoon. Thank y'all. Bye now. Oh, I can't do hang both up of on. those oh. things. I know him and love him. Yeah, you don't need to just love him or just know him. You can do both. No, both is both are, are great. Yeah, both. Great. Both, both, yeah. both. Both. Both are both. great. Both are good. Wait, wait. Did I say both? Wait, both? <laughs> wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> wait a minute. I like wait a minute. That's pretty good. Oh, all I right. thought I said wait a minute. But oh, right. well, either one's good. Both are wrong, and both are things I'd probably say. Um, all right. We're going to bring Randy and Nicole in on this uh, fun today, and uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. Although uh, yeah. Nicole's not online. Well, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Here's this. Well, what do you recommend? Ah, uh, yes. That music can only mean one thing. It's time for recommendals. And joining us today, so far anyway, Randy Jordan. Hello, Randy. Good morning, morning stream. Hello, Scott. Hello, Brian. Hello. Happy, happy day. Oh, happy day. It's beautiful. Ooh, oh. Is it a happy day for you? Yes, uh, it yeah. is. And you, still, you still have so some time happy. off, right? You're enjoying some holiday time? Oh, no, 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 no. This oh. has been the busiest. Like the last 10 days have been the busiest uh, I've ever had at work. But yeah. right now, right now, I haven't gone to work yet. I'm just sitting at home feeling great. You and I need to have an off-air oh. conversation about why classic is so popular we got to talk because <laughs> i have uh i so have weird. the data yeah. <laughs> i can i can inform that conversation I, I would love to talk to you about it i know it's stuff we can't say publicly but i'd love to just under i have some questions all right i got yeah, questions yeah. uh we also have nicole on the line hello nicole welcome back hi hi how are thanks. you it's good to have you here, here i am yeah. thanks i was just spraying spraying some uh some sandpaper oh Spraying oh. sandpaper. Wait a minute. Spraying sandpaper. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you spray it with? It, it nothing. Never mind. <laughs> oh, now, now this sounds a little shady. Now what were you, kinda, what were you really doing? Nicole? Some kind of sex thing with Mark. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> what Whatever. Is, yeah. What is that? Uh, what is that a euphemism for? Uh, uh, do a little spraying you, of the sandpaper. You, do if you, you know spray what I mean? Sandpaper with compressed air to get the the bits off it. The I'll sure, bet I, sure. I'll bet I know what it <laughs> is. I think I know what it is. Can I can I guess? You don't have to tell me <laughs> no, if I'm right. No, it's all right. All right. <laughs> I won't I won't guess that. 
I think it's a heat thing. That's going to be my guess. There's some kind of sand, automatic sander thing. If you make it wet, then it's less, uh, less abrasive. I love non-woodworkers trying to figure. <laughs> I don't sure. work wood ever. I can tell you that. Yeah. Oh my god, uh, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's uh, let's dive in. Hey, you guys, check it out. So many people. We have uh, uh, we got a whole list of uh, great stuff to recommend today, and Brian's going to start like he always does. Brian, what's your clip, and what we do we do? Well, it's Christmas time, and uh, the movie ahead has, has absolutely nothing to do with Christmas, so that uh, doesn't matter. Uh, no, mine is a film that I talked about. Or, or alleged to earlier this week um, that uh, like critics gave it really high scores, but the general public just doesn't seem to want to watch a movie that all takes place in one location. I don't understand it. Um, but you're going to hear a, a 911 operator answer a call in this clip. All right, here we go. 911 emergency operator 625. What is the address of your emergency? 911, what is the address of your emergency? Hi, Sorry, you called 911. Yes. You need help? Yes. Okay, Emily, are you at 5800 Regis Street, apartment 6? Don't be afraid. Are you even drinking? No, I haven't. Why did you call us? I just want to talk to you. Okay, I'm hanging I'm up. I'm just out for a drive, sweetie, okay? Who is that? Yes, I understand. Is there someone with you? <laughs> Emily? Is the person who would know you called us? No. Who do they think you called? Yes, yes, sweetie. Your child? Yes. Okay, Emily, I'm going to ask you yes or no questions, okay? You know the person you're with? Wow. I, I'm all in oh, on this. Nuts. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah, this is uh, this is a film called The Guilty. It's on uh, Netflix. Uh, that's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, or Gyllenhaal, sorry, that you're hearing right there. And he basically has to carry the film. He is a 911 operator. The only, the only other people in the film, I mean, there are a couple people also in the um, – in the 911 center, obviously, that he interacts with. But for the most part, you're hearing these these calls or these people over the phone, and he's trying to uh, find out where this woman is and get her some help uh, because, obviously, she's in a situation that she can't uh, she can't be open and clear about over the phone. Um, that, uh, by the way, was Riley Keough that, that you hear on the phone. You also get voice uh, work from Ethan Hawke, Paul Dano, Peter Sarsgaard. Um, really, really good cast on this, but of course it's a very gripping, suspenseful drama that all just happens to take place in one, um, one single location. And what's funny is a lot of people on Rotten Tomatoes complain about that. They're like, uh, this movie, you know, is really suspenseful, but it only takes place in one location and you only see one, one person you ever, ever see the people he's talking to, which sucks. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, I think that adds to the 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 drama of it it's a remake which is another complaint people had um a danish film in 2018 um but this is uh anton antoine fuqua's uh interpretation of that or his remake of oh, that oh i like film. antoine fuqua movies who doesn't i mean yeah. training day right uh replacement killers they're, uh, they're kind of a they're i know they sometimes get in the there's they're sometimes divisive like yeah. I really like the remake of uh, Magnificent Seven. A lot of people didn't. It's like kind mm, of a, a mix there. I forgot there. he did that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of that sort of thing. But 
I, I really like him. I mean, it seems like yeah. it's the... So I misunderstood you. I thought it was the critics who didn't like it and the audience did. It's the other way around. It's the, the other way around. Like yeah, critics really liked it. And you look at Rotten Tomatoes and you look at those reviews and it's like, uh, uh, you know, people who, who just have such a hard time with a film that takes place in one location. Huh. Yeah, I got a Fuqua's been super hit and miss though. Like you just yes. might forget his misses. You know, he mm-hmm. he missed terribly with King Arthur and Tears of the Sun and Olympus yeah. has fallen. Like we sacked most of these movies. It's like you know, like the, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's he's he's a perfectly good filmmaker, but he has to he has to be working with like a great script. And uh, I'm, I'm hopeful for this one. Sounds yeah. like a great yeah. script. Yeah, this great. is this is a really good script. And and uh, my gosh, uh, Jake uh, Yilin Hall is uh, <laughs> uh, his character is not without his faults. Like this guy, uh, he's got his own personal issues that he's dealing with. Um, the guilty could just as much apply to him as it does um, the the woman's uh, abductor that he's yeah. talking to on the phone. Um, he's he's a broken man doing this job that he really that he really hates and explains why he's doing this job and um uh so it's not just a you know it's it's certainly not cut and dry good guy woman on the phone with a bad guy etc it goes way 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 more complicated than that and um and it's brilliant it hmm. takes place in california um and so trying to figure out what's going on while there's a wildfire uh happening at the same time so a lot of emergency services are tied up with that um it's uh it's a very very good film again it's called the guilty hmm. and you'll find it on netflix nice I didn't know he produced, uh, he didn't direct, but he was a producer on Bullet Train, which I finally watched. Freaking. Oh, really? Freaking loved Bullet Train. Yeah, that was a, that's a great, uh, it's, a, it's a fun flick. I had a yeah. great time with that movie. I thought it was fun as hell, edgy, yeah. cool. Brad Pitt cracked me up. It was great. Totally enjoyed it. Nice little uh, uh, Sandra appearance there, a little cameo at the uh, the end of the film. Yeah, a few weird cameos. Like Yes, that's true, actually. I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that... Um, can't think of his name all of a sudden uh he was the main bad guy uh anyway and i could i didn't see that coming there was like a bunch of characters and i was like holy crap what are you doing in this movie yeah right 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 um yeah. all right well there you go that sounds good the guilty available the now. guilty on netflix the guilty uh, starring yilin hall yilin yilin uh how hey nicole let's go with you next what how do you oh. uh want to set up this one that's a very short clip but we got it what do you want <laughs> <laughs> um I would assume everyone's seen this, but I watch it almost religiously every holiday season. It's streaming on Hulu. You'll know immediately. I have t-shirts with this clip. <laughs> so there oh. you go. All right. Here you go. T-shirt, t-shirt oh, yes. with quote from movie. Excellent. Oh, yes, I love it. Yes. Oh, this is which makes it even sweater. They're yeah. ugly sweaters with the quote. Perfect. <laughs> there's, there's two of them, and just and you'll figure out which one's which. Okay. I love it. Okay. That's exactly how it should be. Here we go. Well, obviously something had to break the window. Something had to hit the stereo. And why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Margo. Uh, Christopher Guest's brother. Todd Margo. Uh, what, so, what, isn't uh, that, it's Christopher Guest's Christmas. brother that plays Todd, right? Am I remembering that right? No, 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 no. It's the guy from Back to the Future. Uh, no, I think it's right? Christopher Guest's brother. Hold on. 
I watch this movie every year and I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, see, here, here's the fun thing about this movie. I've seen it so many times that almost every year I will notice yeah. just a little extra something, like just the nuances to, to this film. So, of course, You're that right, was Scott. the neighbors. Oh, was I right? Okay. Yep. I like Nicholas, right. Nicholas, Nicholas Guest. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. This is a, this is a good movie, Nicole, to watch every year. It's like a, you know, you throw Elf, you throw, um, uh, how the Grinch stole Christmas, the original mm-hmm. cartoon, and and this one into the mix every year. Uh, some people do uh, Love Actually. Uh, mm-hmm. I I always yeah, which is, end Christmas which, Eve with Bad Santa every year at, do you really? at, at the I stroke of midnight. I am sitting alone in the living room watching Bad Santa. Yeah, p- uh, team awesome. team uh, Deluxe Johnson or however we do ours. I am way ad- I love that movie so good. But yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Nicole, so Nicole, like this one, obviously, I, I think feel like everybody's seen it, but. What is it that draws you every time? Why do you watch it every year and multiple times? Oh, just it's it's just ridiculously funny. Like it, they had it on TNT. I was in the hotel when I went up to the Mayo Clinic, and it they had it running twenty four hours. I must. I'm not kidding you. I watched it at least ten times while I was there, <laughs> and I never get tired of it. It for me personally, I just I love just. It's so easy to quote, like yeah. Grace. Well, we haven't said the name of the movie yet. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> Vacation. Oh, yeah. If that wasn't shit obvious. Out of, shit out of luck.com. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. There uh, you go. Yeah, um, it's great. Also, uh, John Hughes directed this. Mm-hmm. So this is a John Hughes right. movie. Yeah. And it kind of shows because all the other vacation movies. He wrote it, didn't direct it, just for the clarification. Oh, he wrote it. He yeah, wrote, he wrote it. it. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but this one hits just differently than all the other vacation movies. Yeah, so. I agree. It makes it the best one. I think he's the reason. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think really the, the cast it's is probably crazy the good. best Randy Quaid. Uh, yes, yeah, it's ever, kind of the only seen. only Randy Quaid I'll allow in my life. Like I will, I will tolerate <laughs> him in Independence Day, but that is really it. Like, yeah, he is great in this movie, and he's just <laughs> terrible all the other. I like times. him in Kingpin. Yeah. Kingpin's all right. He has a moment oh, yeah. in there. Forgot about Kingpin. Yeah. yeah, but other than that, you're you're probably right. Uh, William Hickey is one of my favorite dead actors <laughs> of all time. I love that guy. I could listen to him talk all day about stupid yeah. stuff, play his uncle Lewis, uh, May Questel as Bethany Lewis, yeah. is, is, you know, Bethany's one of the greatest characters ever. And she's the original yeah. voice of, uh, was it Betty Boop? I think back in the day. He died years ago. Yep. I just love, there was a, there was like a, a, a 30th anniversary picture a few years ago mm-hmm. like the the a bunch of the stars of this movie got together for a photo mm-hmm. and i just loved seeing you know like beverly d'angelo and juliette lewis and julia louis mm-hmm. dreyfus and they're all in this one picture and mm-hmm. there's the most successful person from this movie now johnny galecki mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he did all yeah, right I yep. that's right Brad, he was uh he was arrested he, for he doesn't second. he doesn't look like himself Mm-mm. No, if, like once it's you, really easy to know that's not him. Yeah, once you get told it's him, then you're like, oh, I can totally see it. But yeah, he doesn't yeah. jump out. Because he doesn't have glasses in this, right? It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I really and like. I always think of him as the Big Bang Theory uh, glasses look. I also think Juliette Lewis as Audrey is my favorite Audrey of all the movies. I like mm-hmm. her a lot in that. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great holiday movie and i know some people i've had people tell me recently that movie's not as funny as everyone thinks it is it's kind of cheap laughs and a lot of pratfalls yeah. and all that i, I just, will say the 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 
the moment when he does the sledding. I don't, I could do oh, without I hate, that. One. I hate that whole scene. That oh, scene yeah. sucks. Yeah. Cause oh it wouldn't God, work that, that way. Like, All he did was right. butter up the dish. He, sh- he wouldn't <laughs> go like the flash and create sparks and flames behind him. Right. It's too much. Yeah, that was a that was a an, a, a shot down SNL skit. Yeah, but <laughs> he wanted to insert in. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I, I could also that. do without him uh, daydreaming about a supermodel by a pool. But oh, that's fine. but then oh. there are other moments. Oh yeah, where I could I'm, totally not see that scene over and over again. Yeah, yeah, I could, yeah. But like, there's other moments where I'm like, he's sitting in his attic by himself, and he's put on all the old clothes that he can find because he's cold up there, and he's watching family films. And I'm just like, I'm ready to cry here. This is so touching. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But then the door opens and he, he falls, falls. Then he falls through the ceiling. And based on the scene before, you know that's not the distance between the ceiling and the back. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a bunch yeah. of there's you, a bunch of little holes in it. It's not perfect, but it has no. it has heart where it needs it. I think that balances yeah. it out. And I love it. I love that movie. There's a cutout scene that I've never seen. It's a lost scene. Um, when they're going to cut down the Christmas tree. Hmm. Um, they actually have an interaction. They're going to a Christmas tree kind of farm and they actually have an interaction with an actor that gets cut from the movie. I've never seen this scene. Oh, really? Oh, weird. But I oh. think they, yeah. So, and there's a reason why they go off looking for a tree and that's kind of the scene that gets set up, but they cut that out. I don't know why they cut it out. Oh, but interesting. You, I, wonder, I think uh, it's on the back of maybe uh, one of the DVDs or something like that. But yeah, hmm. I've never seen the scene. Hmm. The guy that plays Clark's, may- Clark's dad, John Randolph. I love that actor. Just just wanted to put it out there. What a wonderful I love oh, all yeah. the parents. Yeah. All the yeah. parents. Parents are great. Doris Roberts, who played uh, uh, what's his name's mom on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. She's great. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They're all good. What a cast. Uh, Chevy Chase probably a dick, but whatever. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Available where? Hulu. 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 Uh, Hulu. All right, Randy. Or, uh, I'm eventually TNT again. I'm sure. For oh yeah, hours. TNT gets all that shit <laughs> over and over. Yeah. Right. Randy, let's dive into yours. Uh, we got a clip. What do you want to do? It's Hulu week, and I'm here to make the case <laughs> for you to subscribe to Hulu for the holidays. Because there are so many things on there for you to watch that you're not going to get anywhere else. Mm. And this one may be the best of Hulu. You're, uh, we're talking about it because I called my sister on her birthday and she had just finished watching this. And she was so happy. And she's right. like, have you seen it? It makes you happy. I like happy things. Here it is. If someone wants to come in and they want to romanticize this town and say these positive things about this town you're so proud of and put it on the map. I'm not going to be the one to be bitter and jealous about that just because I'd be so desperately wishing it would happen to my football club. Our Wrexham going up this season. Yeah! Come on! I don't know how you, you, you don't root for a town like Wrexham. See, like, this is, this, this is our relationship writ large. I'm, t- he's, I'm telling people to f*** off, and he's saying, well, hold on a second. Now, maybe there's a different way of looking at this. Well, no, maybe if we I, can I agree, welcome more people. I agree people with your in. assessment, too. I mean, they can f*** right off. Um, but I, I, yeah, I like, I'm fascinated by how that sort of conversation happens. It's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. He's so nice. Too he's nice. so nice. No, not nice, kind. No, no. 
<laughs> season two, well, eh? Of I show. love those two guys. Yeah. Season two of Welcome to Wrexham seems like a miracle to me because it's so good. And after the first season, it they don't deserve this much goodness. Like it just uh, it doesn't make sense. Like, uh, are there going to be seventeen seasons of this show now? Like, it's just so good and it's so uplifting. And of course, like my sister said, she knew nothing about soccer. She's like, I, I couldn't care less about soccer. And this is my favorite thing on streaming right now. Yeah. And it's because of all of the stories and the people and the town and the intrigue and so on. And Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney, they're, uh, they're the perfect people for this. You couldn't yeah. have better people yeah. to talk to a camera in a long form documentary. <laughs> mm. Do you think it, they're riding the wave of Ted Lasso? No, oh, for sure. No, no I think so. I think definitely people are interested in this more because of Ted Lasso than if than if there wasn't the popularity. I, well, of that I, show. I mean, I asked my sister. I'm like, so what did you think of Ted Lasso? And she's like, well, that's different, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it is. It's it's a you know it's a fictional uh, you know dramedy, right? Whereas sure. this is a this is a documentary about things that are really happening like people that are really like there's people in this documentary that are suffering like townspeople who have real things and like they're being impacted by these two Hollywood guys. And like it's, it is, it's just very different because mm. I don't feel like welcome to Wrexham is about soccer. Mm. I, I the soccer is very mm. key <laughs> to mm. the whole story, sure. but the, it could have been, um, I don't know. It could have been a charter boat company in a failing town somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But, like but you could also make the argument that Ted Lasso is barely about soccer as well, and it's it, about yeah. the people that that the interactions and the relationships between. I think those they people. even say that at the end. Yeah, it's actually, like, right? <laughs> they kind of yeah. do, don't they? It's like yeah, Friday. Yeah. It's like Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights was never so much about football as it was those yeah. people. Could have been, you know, volleyball. Could have been anything really. Didn't even have to be sports, but. But I take your point. Like this is a more uh, realist. I mean, uh, docu- documentary versus scripted. Obviously, that's a huge difference. But um, yeah, I, I I still haven't seen this at all. So I, I need haven't to, either, and I and I want to. Yeah, yeah I want it's to too. So it's so heartwarming. It's perfect for the holidays. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. It comes in thirty minute chunks. Um, some, something like fourteen episodes per season. Something like that. You can just you can just tear through it. Put it on any time. And you get to know, you know, you get to know random people that you would have never even really thought about. And their lives are very interesting and cool. And, and like I say, you have this back and forth between Hollywood or Philadelphia in Rob McElhaney's case. This guy is so Philadelphia. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's hard to believe, but <laughs> well, it's always um, sunny you know, there. So he likes it there. It's always sunny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and um, Nicole, have you watched any of Wrexham? I have not, but I did enjoy Ted Lasso, and that's why I was asking because it, yeah. it, you know, it feels like if I like Ted Lasso, I would probably like this as well. Yeah, my mm-hmm. my case for it is that it's heartwarming, and yeah. it's a very well constructed documentary. Like the the whoever are behind the cameras and the editors and so forth of this thing, I want to see them make all the documentaries. It's so. Mm-hmm nice like mm-hmm. it's uh, like you, there's not a wasted moment there's you know the rise and fall of emotion constantly and uh and somehow the second season levels up on the first it's hard to believe well i definitely need to get around to it i liked what the the boy who cried dim woofed in the chat says it's a big name <laughs> he says hey it's the mint mobile spokesman 
Yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds to some people, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they actually, awesome. like early on in the first season, they actually kind of dig into how Rob McElhenney and, and, and Ryan Reynolds are sort of approaching this. Like, because one is clearly way more wealthy than the other. So they have to, you know, they have to find a way to not uh, ruin themselves. Sure, <laughs> and, sure. and so that you're like, he, the very first episode, they, they taught, they name all of Ryan Reynolds businesses. <laughs> and it's a lot. Yeah. Their, their relationship cracks me up. I think those two yeah. are really great together. So, uh, well, and they've got a guy who was just a writer for one of their, you know, one of their shows or whatever that got to be like a personal assistant type for Ryan Reynolds. And that guy happens to be from Wales. Oh. And so they just put him in charge of their football operations on the ground. Oh, wow. And this guy is really interesting. He's like really smart and cool. And he, he's like the, he's your worst nightmare. If you're in a, in a business, right? Someone from the outside coming in and being given a lot of authority, <laughs> but he actually like learns as he goes and get, you know, get, you know, like lets people be their best selves. And like, there's just all, there's all sorts of things to discover in this, in this show. All right. Cool. I need, it has been on my list forever. I got to finally watch the damn thing. All right, uh, let's move on to mine. This is a quick one. Uh, this is a movie that showed up on Netflix, and this may have been recommended before. I couldn't find it in our list, so uh, I felt I, safe. I know I talked about it. I don't know if I recommend it because I saw it in theaters. So That may have been it because yeah. I do remember yeah. some discussion about it. Um, yeah. I finally got around to seeing it. I'm very glad I did. Here's my clip. Yeah. Why weren't you drafted into the Vietnam War? I went to college, sir. How do you feel about Vietnam? I have mixed feelings, sir. Would you... Call yourself a womanizer? No, I would not, sir. You frequent nightclubs? No, sir. Do you drink? Only on special occasions, sir. Ever done any drugs? Only those prescribed by my doctor, sir. Well, that's kind of rare for a young, hip soul brother like you. Uh, yes, sir. But my father was in the military. And my parents, they raised me the right way. How do you get along with people generally? Sir, they treat me right. I treat them right. Like I said before, I was raised up the right way. So I mean, I, yeah. have you ever had any negative... What would you do if another cop called you a... Or worse? Would that happen, sir? She... Jeez, I wonder why Scott chose that clip. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder what I was thinking, because uh, I absolutely love uh, Whitlock. What's his full name? Uh, Isaiah Whitlock Jr. And I can't believe... That's a thing he's known for on the on the wire, right? Yeah, yeah. I swear yeah. to you, Spike Lee must have just said, "Do one of those in here, just exactly, do one." Exactly. Yeah. That's anyway, uh, this is 2018's Black Klansman, uh, directed by Spike Lee and uh, written by a bunch of people. It's based on a book uh, and a real story, uh, starring uh, John David Washington, Adam Driver, uh, Alec Baldwin, and a very brief role, uh, pretty brief for Isaiah Whitlock Jr. as well, but. Anyway, a um, bunch of cool people. One guy who looks just like, oh, where is he? I can't find him. He looks like he looks like modern day Michael Bean, but it's not him. It's some guy that was in those Viking shows. Anyway, um, here's here's the deal. I meant to see this. It was a big Oscar buzz movie. Brian raved about it when you talked about it. Um, people were saying this is the best thing Spike Lee's done in years, blah, blah, blah. So I was all excited to finally see it. And what I got was awesome. What I didn't expect was for it to be, oh, Topher Grace, forgot to mention him. Um, although he's playing one of the worst human beings in the history of the planet. But yes. anyway, yeah. uh, I didn't expect it to be as fun as it was. 
And this is a Spike Lee thing that I think he deserves more credit for more often, which is he can talk about really serious stuff like race relations and issues in the 70s and the rise uh, of white nationalism on the backs of it previously being tamped down some. He can talk about these very serious issues and have a good time doing it. And there are moments in this movie that made me laugh out loud. Um, I think that John David Washington's portrayal is brilliant and funny and also serious when it needs to be. And I loved every freaking second of this movie. I really liked it a lot. And I think it deserved all the praise it got. And I also like that this is an Adam Driver role that is like way subdued yeah. and not yeah. not a flashy role at all. He really just is there to support um, John David Washington's uh, character um, in this. Yeah, he's great. Uh, by the way, I love I love these like Oscar uh, these this Oscar nom kick that uh, you've been on yeah. with this and the whale mm-hmm. and um, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. It, it gives me hope that might you know sometime you might actually get to Oscar winners. Uh, well, right, yeah. Here, here's what's funny. I am. I tend to be a. Um, with very few exceptions, I tend to be a out of the hype bubble watcher. I, I yeah, kind of yes. don't like things when it's all happening in the hype bubble. You absolutely, I, I can absolutely yeah. verify that. And I don't know what that is. My sister maybe could <laughs> speak to just, it. It's not just movies, but games, things like that. Like if there is a big buzz around something, it, it pushes you away like it tends to turn you off from it yeah, which is every, all anyone's talking right now in mmos is talking about the resurgence of wow and wow classic guess what scott's doing he's playing guild wars 2 uh hey guess what uh a new marvel game's out earlier in the year what's it called it's called midnight suns it's incredible you should play yeah. it everyone should play it yeah. scott put it off and now is playing it in december like <laughs> and i owned it then i bought it then it's not that yeah, i didn't yeah. want it no, it's just both, i have yeah. this thing where i don't like the the hype bubble just distracts me and makes yeah. me not feel like I'm fully invested just for what it is instead of what everyone thinks it, it is. It, is it also a little contrarianism? Oh, totally. That's what I'm, I okay. think I'm trying to get to that, which is I right. don't like the I don't like going mainstream. I hate mainstream mm-hmm. flow. I hate it. That's so, and that's an artist. Even thing. if the herd is is uh, right about something, you still <laughs> you don't want to follow the herd. No, not necessarily. I mean, I get it. Some, I get it. Scott. Yeah, yeah I totally get it. Yeah. Somebody may say, "Oh, what about Fury Road? That was pretty mainstream." Well, yeah, but it was also it was also con- it was contrarian in its own way. Like in a weird way, it was almost like this movie's here to to, to be different than anything else that exists. And hype or not, who cares? It's 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 that much of a shocking thing to see. So I make exceptions, but for the most part, when the hype is super heavy, I put it off. Like I, that's the whole parasite thing. I'm telling you. Yeah. The whole reason I put put it off is because that hype bubble was so intense. I, so much of that hype bubble probably came from me talking about how you know how great it was and how you need to watch it. But sure. can I ask you real quick about some uh, Oscar winners? I just yeah. I'm curious now because a bunch of Oscar winners are kind of small. So like, did you watch Coda? Uh, no, still haven't seen Coda. Same problem though, but I'll okay. see. I will see Coda. I want to. Um, even smaller, Nomadland. Did you see that? I did see that, but I yeah. saw it later. He well, definitely watched Francis McDormand poop in a bucket. Yeah, yes. I, need, I needed that yeah. in my life. I had to have that. Um, uh, did you see Green Book? Uh, no, still haven't seen Green Book. Want oh, to? Oh wow! Yeah. How about Moonlight? Did you uh, see Moonlight? Yes, I liked. Moonlight I thought it was a lot. called La La Land. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh no, I didn't see Moonlight. I saw um, the Big Short was one I saw right away, and I saw oh, Spotlight is the one you're thinking. Oh, of. Oh, Spotlight's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, I saw that right away. 
Um, so sometimes I do. It's funny. Most of them are social commentary stuff that I see right away. But Black Klansman was a social commentary, and I don't know why I didn't see it then. I, I yeah. think I just felt like I need to get out of the cloud so I'm not distracted by anything but my own enjoyment. Like, I just want to be... It's hard to explain. Yeah. I don't know why. I There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, uh, just the fact that you're getting to these makes me really happy. It makes me really excited to be able to to talk about uh, um, these these movies that you know <laughs> that I was all excited about during their Oscar season and and uh, never got to talk with uh, anyone but Tina about. Yeah, and this one's awesome. So get it, watch it. It's Netflix. So we got a split today. We got Netflix and uh, Hulu having a fight. Hulu, yeah. Hulu um, and Twoflix. It's available still, I believe. Uh, I don't think they pulled it. There's always a change at the beginning of the month, and I didn't check, but I don't think they pulled it. I think it's still there. Anyway, oh yeah, it is. I have one more question for you. Have yeah. you seen Slumdog Millionaire? Did you ever watch that? Uh, never. It's the only Danny Boyle movie I've never seen. Oh wow! Okay. And and again, the hype on that thing social was commentary, out, and it was out of control hype though. It was so yes, it really was much. Yeah. But I saw I so saw huge. Sunshine the night it opened. I and no one, you know, that's not a giant yeah. hit. In fact, it lost money in theaters. But I love that movie. I love Danny Boyle movies. But for whatever reason, I put that one off, and I still haven't seen it. Same thing. I, yeah, I don't. I don't want to like make a make a trend out of just the movies you happen to have not seen. I don't think that that's uh, worth anybody's time. But I am interested in how you're an artist, and so you're trying to think of the new. And if a bunch of people around you are talking about a thing that's a distraction from you thinking mm -hmm. about something that's new and novel right kind of yeah i also you know i i prefer things that are a little more i don't know how to explain it like i'm outside reading the, outside, outside the, the popular mainstream. yeah i read yeah. books i read books no one's heard of and i think there's real gems in there but the minute one of those takes off i'm kind of annoyed Which it's weird, right? <laughs> it's weird. I don't know why what that is inside of me, but it's a thing I've always done, even when I, I was a kid. I feel like some best pictures are more safe than others. Like Argo, I'm sure you've seen Argo. I haven't seen Argo. No. What? No. Wow. No. Argo. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then yeah. I'm I'm wrong there too. <laughs> if you're in the like genre stuff, you know, I saw Return of the King the second I it came sure. out. Uh, sure. Things like that, I'm always kind of in on. I'm a little pooped on Marvel movies right now in theaters anyway, but, um, oh, yeah. but guess what? <laughs> you've, got, you've got plenty of time to get unpooped with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's, I'm clearly not alone the way box office receipts are going, but, yeah. um, but, but yeah, like it, it, it depends. So like Furiosa comes out next year. I am blind to any hype. I don't care. I'm going day one. I don't, sure. uh, I am the hype. Let, let, let's, let's go. But, but that's a weird exception. And most of the time I get weird about it. So I don't know. It's if I blame my parents, who knows what happened there growing up. Uh, we'll let Wendy deal I, with it on a Thursday. I blame my parents for my love of movies because I was restricted and I had to sneak out to mm. see movies and that like, that'll get you. As there a was kid. a bit of yeah. that. Yeah. My mom wouldn't let us watch RoboCop. So what did we do? We found a way to watch RoboCop. That's what you do. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, there you go. These are all going to be up on quicktms.li, So you can follow along there with what are. we watch each and every week. They're already up there. And uh, uh, it's been awesome hanging with you guys today. I hope you guys yeah. have a continued wonderful stretch until the great holiday season known as Christmas. Yay! Yay! Yay. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. All right. Very cool. One of these days, I'm just going to freak everybody out and watch Parasite, and you're not going to know what to do with me. 
I know. It'll feel like, uh, it really will feel like uh, the end of an era. I don't know if we can do a show after that. So maybe, you know, maybe don't watch it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We have to end everything if I watch it. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. I just want to do a quick reminder that uh, all the Kickstarter folks at this point should have gotten their copies of uh, Dungeon Murder. And um, I've had a couple of questions here and there, but for the most part, everybody's been fine with the rules and stuff. But I wanted to put it out there that if you are at all confused, if any something in the rules didn't make sense, I'm building kind of a little web reference thing that's like an extended rule set that is just there to give clarity. So if you run into a problem, we go, wait a minute, if I pay out of the gold vault, is that what is that? Blah, blah, blah. I want to be able to put up some some commonly asked things so that basically an FAQ, right? So people can get answers to these questions. So do not feel uh, hesitant to reach out to me and ask me your questions is all I wanted to say. So if you're somebody who got dungeon murder and you may have a question about a rule or two, reach out and talk to me, Discord, email, Twitter, wherever, wherever you can find me. And um, I'd be happy to not only answer it, but add your question and answer to the uh, to the database. All right? All right. It's going to do it for us. Go to patreon.com slash TMS and support your favorite morning show. There really is no better way to do it and no better time than now. Uh, hop in there. Check out all the reasons why. And there are none not to. So go sign up uh, today for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash TMS. Brian, play us a song, will you? Okay, I will. Um, you know, we mentioned it yesterday. Let's mention it now. No, somebody, somebody in the tadpole that we absolutely love. She's there every day. We, uh, she's usually the first person that I say hello to every morning, and that is Jeannie. Uh, Jeannie wrote in, said hello to my two favorite hosts of anything. That's pretty high praise. Jeez. Like you know, yeah. in the era of uh, uh, Letterman's and and Conan O'Brien's and. You know, all these other uh, really talented uh, folks who aren't doing shows anymore. What am I talking about? Um, <laughs> it's, it's high praise. Uh, last birthday, I stated my love of ska, Zydeco, Calypso, and Dixieland jazz and challenged you to come up with a song that was a combo, and you did. Feel free to do that again. Love, Jeannie. Aw. Love it. Um well, let's hope let's hope I did it. This is uh this definitely has ska. This definitely has um, a little bit of Dixieland horns and stuff in it. So I'm hoping that this works for you. I love this song. So um, I'm hoping you will as well. This is a band called Streetlight Manifesto. Hammond and I did a whole episode on soundography about them. By the way, our episode all about They Might Be Giants just dropped. We listened to the entirety of the They Might Be Giants catalog. And there's a lot more than I thought there was going to be. And uh, so if you want to learn more about Streetlight Manifesto, look up that episode. Here they are with a cover of Paul Simon's Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard from 2010's 99 Songs of a Revolution. Here's Streetlight Manifesto. Happy birthday, Jeannie.
find that media, we'll find Dr. Wowie. Hello, Booty Patrol and State Trooper. Uh, this is Mike out of Tampa area. I'm the, uh, the bug, the, the pest control guy. Um, I called the pest. I'm just going to ramble real quick. I drove by this Booty Patrol truck that you guys are talking about on TMS uh, 2552. I drove by this truck on my commute probably once a week or maybe twice a week, and I always remember thinking I have no clue what booty patrol is that's how legit that vehicle looks on the road um and then i remember seeing that that news uh story come up with it and i remember thinking i i know that man i feel like i've seen that man many times so i think it's great that um he he's uh he's finally gotten a ticket because i remember thinking that thing looks way too legit uh just to be driving around with booty patrol uh i don't know who love that show Goodbye. Uh, hi, Argo again, calling for the morning stream. Uh, to say this real quick, uh, hearing my phone call on the radio, uh, the podcast, uh, really made my day in a tough week when we are just prepping up for the holiday week. Uh, two, y'all were wondering about who uses vinegar to catch flies? Uh, ironically, I do. <laughs> we use vinegar in small fly traps to catch fruit flies in uh, some of the facilities I'm working at so that we don't have so many flying around because they're pets. Um, so, yeah, coincidentally, I'm the one that uses vinegar to catch fruit flies. Uh, don't recommend honey where I work. It might make it worse. Anyway, <laughs> guys, have a good one. Hey there, it's Sikorsky and Boeing. This is James the Trucker. I'm on I-70 on my way to Kansas City and hopefully home tonight. I'm sitting here listening to y'all talk about your horse on an airplane and, uh, I don't know if you know it, I'm the uh, aircraft mechanic that used to ride in pretty regular light. And uh, as far as side-to-side, airplanes are super stable, but front-to-back they are very much not. There are many, many crashes from airplanes getting out of balance front-to-back. 
yeah, big deal to get that airplane back on the ground. As far as the dumping fuel thing, it is very common for certain airports to have uh, regulations on maximum weights except takeoff because a blankety-blank weight plane, I don't know, I, I can't remember numbers, but a plane of a certain weight taking off, not so big a deal. When you drop that hundreds of thousands of pounds onto the onto the ground, you can break the runway, you can do all sorts of damage to the plane, so that's why they had to dump. Where they dump, you're going to have to talk to a pilot about that. I don't know how that works. I know that they can, I know that they do it. I know it's not that uncommon, especially for uh, unexpected landings, but uh, that's that's the few things I know about that thing. Love the show. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, Scott and Brian. Uh, this is Studnerd, and uh, I was a postal worker at Letter Carrier for a small community of about 10,000 people uh, for eight months. And within the first month or two, uh, I had uh, already begun to rue the day, the days that Uline catalogs would show up. Uh, it was a horrible time. They're way too big to sit in our little cubbies that we use to organize our routes. Uh, they're heavy. Uh, you can't bundle them up with everybody else's mail. Uh, they're a pain in the butt. And uh, now, uh, I no longer work for the post office, but I drive a semi-truck for a contractor that delivers postal stuff. So I drive long-distance uh, mail. Uh, but it's all on pallets, and I don't have to carry any of it physically. And uh, I see the big, huge pallets of Uline catalogs coming in all the time, and uh, I just shake my head. Luckily, I don't have to do it anymore. Though. Uh, speaking of any more, though, love the show, though. Hey, Board and Sword. Last week, Brian recommended The House of Usher. It started a discussion about Edgar Allan Poe, and there was a mention of a student who memorized The Raven. I almost stood up and said, hold my beer. I finally examined my high school freshman English class was to recite the Raven from memory, but not just a straight recitation. The teacher, in this case a Catholic Benedictine monk, would say a number between 1 and 18 and you had to recite that verse. If you got it wrong, you got a slap in the face a la Will Smith. That was in a Catholic high school in 1962. Things were a lot different then. Still love the show though. Terry Z in Chicago. Hi guys, this is Nikki Meadows calling from Point Pleasant, West Virginia, which is located on the Ohio-West Virginia border on the Ohio River. One day, my husband was taking our niece and her daughter, so our great-niece, who was about six years old at the time, across the river to a Christmas festival. They were coming back home, and our great-niece points out the window and goes, Look, it's a baby! And my husband and niece look at each other and they ask her to point to what she's talking about. So she points down to the river and the buoy in the river. And, and again, she goes, it's a buoy. So I thought that was a cute story to go along with the buoy boy discussion. Love the show, though. Hey, Saab and Boeing. Long time listener, first time caller. Style in the chat room when I'm occasionally there. I wanted to call in reference to the story you guys covered last week about the horse causing a cargo jet to dump fuel and return to New York. First, you guys eventually got around to it. The plane was a cargo plane, which means that it must, it most likely have, will have very few to no passenger seats in it. The Boeing 747 is 60 plus years old. It's a four engine jet that used to be used for passenger travel. 
but nowadays primarily used for cargo due to the high cost of operating it along with unnecessary space. Very few airliners are made with four engines anymore because the, the jet engines that are currently produced are powerful enough to lift what is currently needed. The extra two engines just use more fuel. Second, the data from the previous car was inaccurate. While some aircraft have the ability to dump fuel, it's only the really large aircraft like the 747, aircraft like the Airbus 380, etc. Most modern airliners are made to withstand overweight landings without too much structural damage. The 747 was not that way, so the aircraft had to dump fuel in order to be structurally sound after its landing. A lot of military aircraft have the ability to dump fuel because they are built for performance vice efficiency, so their safety margins are a lot narrower. Third, the most expensive part of flying an aircraft is the fuel. Jets don't just go around dumping fuel willy-nilly. The operating companies would, would very quickly run out of money. For this reason, dumping fuel is an absolute emergency situation. Operators don't plan on dumping fuel again. They would run out of money very quickly. The exception to this is some military aircraft, which may dump fuel a little more frequently because it's a more common safety issue. Fourth, the caller was accurate that there are specific restrictions when dumping fuel must be done above 6,000 feet above ground or over the ocean. The reason airplanes can do it so low is that when they dump fuel, they're not dumping pure fuel. The systems have a process where they take air into the engines, use bleed air to aerate the fuel, so the dump fuel is a large is in a large part air and a much smaller part fuel. This allows the fuel to evaporate almost instantly, making it safe for those under them, you know, greater than 6,000 feet under them. Lastly, although I'm not a cargo pilot, I fly for a passenger carrier. I was in a class with one with someone who told me a story of the time he transported a herd of sheep. Not to get too graphic, the sheep ended up getting really scared and doing their business in the pen they were being transported in. They did it so much that it leaked out and the airplane airplane smelled like sheep urine for years. My buddy swears they never got the smell out. I imagine one of the major concerns with a, with a loose horse would be that same concern. Hope this helps shed some light on the news article. Love the show, though. Style. And good morning, Soap and Bubbles. This is Joe Acosta calling you from Kentucky. I have a story about driving off with the gas pump still attached. I was in my early 20s, and I was driving my younger sister and some of her high school friends to the Renaissance Fair. So as they were all sitting in the car with their dressed in corsets and whatnot, I was dressed like a Franciscan monk. I had pulled into the gas station to get some fuel before we headed out of town, and because of just distractions, managed to get in the car and drive off and yank the pump right off, or the handle right off the pump, disconnect the hose. The safety system did kill everything, but I was left with about five feet of hose and a nozzle hanging out the side of my car. Um, at that point, the owner, of course, comes running out of the gas station or the manager, whoever he was, and I get out of the car, totally apologetic. He was screaming his head off, and then he looks at me and sees a Franciscan monk and totally loses the temper and starts apologizing to me for the pump. So I got out of there, no money paid, no question asked, just drove off and went to the Renaissance Fair. One other side note, you guys were also talking yesterday about uh, um, boneless chicken wings. Almost every time I order them, they tend to be either half chicken tenderloins or full chicken tenderloins. 
So I'm assuming that's pretty much the common thing anywhere you go. The tenderloin, if you're interested, is actually a part of the chicken underneath the breast. If you were taking apart a whole chicken and slicing the breast off of the rib bones, right underneath the breast meat, you would actually find a smaller, I don't know, uh, olive, or I mean, uh, almond-shaped piece of meat that would separate from the breast itself, and that's the tenderloin, and that's what becomes chicken tenders. All right, you guys, love the show, though. No. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 